Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Wednesday, the third day of 2024. In the year 69, the Roman Empire is in turmoil. The Emperor Nero had fallen out of favor the previous summer and committed suicide, or had one of his servants kill him. History is not clear on the details. This left a vacuum. There was not a clear plan of succession, and the empire did not vote on the leaders. Succession was part who had the most power, who could garner a coalition in the ruling elite, and partly family line. 69 will be the year of four emperors. Two will be assassinated. One will commit suicide before he could be killed. We tend to forget that the peaceful transition of power in a government is more the exception rather than the rule across history. Still discussing the Roman Empire just a couple of centuries later, Emperor Dicius is trying to solidify the Roman culture and keep the empire intact. One critical point was the Roman pantheon. This was the group of gods and demigods that had been central to Roman culture since the earliest days and was in fact a carryover from the Greeks a few centuries earlier. The emperor was considered a form of deity himself. But outside forces were growing in the empire that were counter to this idea, namely Christians. Dicius ordered that all Romans will offer sacrifices on his behalf by a certain day and be issued a certificate of completion. Generally, Christian bishops and their followers refused. Many were killed for the resistance. The empire will remain hostile at varying labels to Christians until the reign of Constantine, specifically the year 313. Martin Luther is excommunicated by Pope Leo X in 1521. Beyond religion and in more modern times, Benning Wentworth is the governor of the province of New Hampshire. On this day in 1749, he begins a series of land grants west of the Connecticut River and will continue the practice for the next 15 years. The issue was debated if this land was part of New Hampshire or New York. The debate will continue during the Revolutionary War and well after New York and New Hampshire were made states in the New Republic. Folks in the region, now known as Vermont, repeatedly petitioned for statehood, but the efforts were blocked by New York until 1790. I use the term republic in that context. Be extremely wary when you hear folks in Washington trying to defend our democracy. The United States has never been a democracy. In fact, the Founding Fathers feared a democracy just about as much as they feared another monarchy. John Quincy Adams is quoted as saying, The experience of all former ages has shown that of all human governments, democracy is the most unstable, fluctuating, and short-lived. Continental forces and British troops are again fighting in New Jersey in 1777, this time near the town of Princeton. Construction begins on the Brooklyn Bridge in 1870, linking Manhattan with Brooklyn. At the time of its completion, it was the longest suspension bridge in the world. English author John Ronald Rule Tolkien was born on this day in 1892. We have mentioned at other times women had more status in the emerging West than any other regions of the country. In 1933, Minnie Craig becomes the Speaker of the North Dakota House of Representatives. This makes her the first woman to hold such a position 
anywhere in the United States. Director and screenwriter Glenn Larson was born in 1937. He was the creator of the Battlestar Galactica franchise. We could have a discussion here about creatives and those that follow. A lot of credit has to go to George Lucas. The concept of Star Wars was truly groundbreaking. And Lucas had to surmount several obstacles to get the film produced. I think it would be fair to call Battlestar Galactica a knockoff of Lucas's work. World War II flying ace Major Greg Boynton is shot down in 1944. He will be captured and will sit out the rest of the war in a Japanese POW camp. Boynton was well-educated and skilled, but seemed to have a difficult personality. He will be the commanding officer of Marine Fighter Squadron 214 for just four months. Yet that period in command of what is known as the Black Sheep Squadron is what he's remembered for. Stephen Stills of Buffalo Springfield and later Crosby, Stills & Nash is 79 today. John Paul Jones of Led Zeppelin is 78. Folks, this is getting quite scary. How many musicians are no longer youngsters? We missed it the other day, but John Denver would have been 80 a few days ago. Fire damages the Eiffel Tower in 1956. Actor, director, and producer Mel Gibson is 68. The first electric watch is introduced by the Hamilton Watch Company in 1957. Alaska is admitted as the 49th state in the Union 65 years ago today. 1961, Cuba and the states have been in a tit-for-tat struggle, causing the U.S. to sever diplomatic relations with the island nation. The U.S. is not the only entity not happy with Fidel Castro, though. One year later, the Pope excommunicates him. Apple Computer is incorporated in 1977. Retired football player Eli Manning is 43 today. In 1993, the U.S. and Russia signed the Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty. 21 years ago, Israel and the Palestinians are going at it. Israeli forces seize a Palestinian freighter with 50 tons of weapons. Kyle Rittenhouse is 21 today. While he is still sought after in some circles, he seems to be finding he cannot be a normal college student. Contrary to what they would like to profess, colleges are a rather biased environment. But then, when groups like Students for Justice in Palestine, Students for Socialism, and the Multicultural Solidarity Coalition are leading the protest, maybe you're doing something right. 2009, the first block of Bitcoin is established. For the record, I'm not a fan of electronic currency, nor the idea of a cashless society. Yet, I can read, and that concept was foretold late in the first century. That's History and Comment for the third day of January. I'm Doug Tyrrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.